by split decision. Here we go, Split Decision UK episode 8, and it is Christmas. How are you doing, Matthew, today? I'm very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm in the Christmas spirit. We've got two days to go. I'm not sorted, though, are you? Well, kind of. I've got my presents. I haven't wrapped them. I've got a couple of little bits to get, so I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Usually, I leave it till Christmas Eve, if I'm being honest, but done a bit better this year. Fair place, yeah. Yeah, what about yourself? This is leg one of my... Drive home for Christmas, and I need to stop off at Tesco's to get a couple of presents. Yeah, on the way back. But uh, yeah, I'm freaking solid Christmas shopping so far. Though only one or two left. Yeah, you're going to spirit. Going back to your mum's, aren't you? Today, so that's you've driven from North London to Grays. We're in the Grays studio morning. today. Yeah, yeah um, and then now you're going to drive back to Cambridge after this. Yeah, obviously the the pod takes priority here. Of course, of pod course. First Christmas later. That's it. That's how we roll. What have you been up to? Uh, so nothing too crazy. I went to the football yesterday. Went to West Ham. Obviously suffered. Sorry to hear that. Yes, yeah, suffered a defeat. Wasn't great and uh, got stuck in some massive queues getting out. I don't know if you've ever been to the Stratford Stadium, but they kind of they have sort of choke points where they stop you. So there's literally thousands of people stuck in a queue, and it, it was just endless last night. So, Everyone the ump as well. Yeah, people start shouting and all that kind of rubbish. But, uh, that's a little bit rubbish, but. Is what it is. That's the last home game for this year, so I had to get that one in. What about yourself? Have you been up to much? I went out on Friday. I had a few drinks in Battersea, in South London. A couple of old friends. Felt like shit yesterday. And then watched the boxing last night. Yeah, which one did you opt for? I went with, oh, I went with White and Chisora. I thought I'd be a more casual fan, which is what I am, sort of scrap. And... It jubilantly delivered. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, absolutely brutal, man. I, I've seen See no. Well, I've seen the um, I've seen the highlights. I had a bit of an issue. I've got I've got a UView box. I tried to. Get, I was going to go for the Warrington Frampton card. That was the one I fancied the most. But um, turns out you can't get BT uh, pay per view on UView. So I missed that one. So I thought, okay, I've got Sky Go on my Xbox. I watched uh, Derek Chisora dealing white one instead. Turns out you can't get Sky pay-per-view on Sky Go. So I had to settle for nothing in the end, which was a little bit disappointing. But um, sounds like I missed a couple of good fights. Yeah, there were some good tear-ups on there. I mean, I was watching it sort of in and out. I'm not the biggest boxing fan in the world. But the main event, I was glued to it. It was just a slugfest, really. Two lords going at it. Yeah, yeah. It definitely uh, seemed to live up to the first fight, at least, from what I hear. But you just come out of nowhere, like... Chisora is so renowned to be tough and stuff. And then just this left hook from hell. He's never been dropped before, apart from David Hayfight. It's the only time in his career. Not really. At least see it out to the, to the end of the fight. But as it is, he's got KO'd. It was a nasty one to look at. It took him a while to come to as well. Yeah. But he seemed all right in the end. I did hear he's okay. Yeah, so that's the main thing. Do you know Exactly. You want to go home safe to, to your family for Christmas, don't you? But yeah, aside from that, I've not really been up to much. I'm just looking forward to going to Christmas. I'm in the spirit, been listening to Christmas songs, 
surrounded by your Christmas tree, which is, to say the least, is not as bare as mine. <laughs> have you seen mine? I, I haven't seen Have you put any decorations on it since no. I, last week? No, so it's no, still a bare Christmas so, tree. It's just a, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very sad looking, to be honest, and I'm glad I'm... Not going to spend Christmas Day with it. Mine is a little bit better. I'm not overly pleased. I don't know if you can see. I've got two sets of lights on here. I went around my mum's and nicked two sets of their lights. Put them both on. Uh, and as I turned them on, one of them stopped working. Yeah, something. <laughs> so I've that. got lights from the middle up. Nothing on the way down. And baubles and that. It's my first effort. I'd like, like, would have liked it to be a bit better, but... For a first effort, it's uh, sterling. Not too bad, is it? Yeah. I don't, done well. I don't want to spend tons of money on it, which you could quite easily do. Uh, people love it, don't they? Yeah. But anyway. Yes, so, I mean, we've got Christmas coming up, and I also fly to Thailand two days after Christmas. So I'm extremely excited for that. One uh, con is it means I may... Miss UFC 232. So, what, what's the uh, hour differences here? Have we worked this out? So, I think, morning? I think it's like six hours ahead of UK, which means if it's on in the UK at three, four, five in the morning, you're looking at... Midday? Yeah, around then. So but Then if you've got the prelims, because it's such a stacked card, you're going to want to watch it all. It's going to start about eight or nine. Yeah. Probably work that out right. Ish. I, think, I think we're generally in the right area. That's so not too bad then. In that case, you just got to find somewhere. Yes, yeah, so I might be able to find if I can find somewhere and convince my girlfriend to come and sit with me and watch it for four or five hours. Then without talking to her, yeah, <laughs> glued to the screen. <laughs> then I might be able to I might be able to fit them in because it's a cracking card and it's not one I want to miss. I'm a little bit gutted to possibly be missing it. It's a massive tourist spot. They're going to cater for Western sort of. Tourists, aren't they? Definitely. So you'll definitely find somewhere. I would imagine right. I should be able to find somewhere. A bypass prelims, um, probably a little bit more tricky. Yes, I know when I went to Thailand last time, they do have some uh, odd rules in terms of um, like what you can stream via the internet. So you can't get certain, like Netflix and stuff like that. You struggle to get Netflix out there. So I would imagine it would be the same with Fire Pass. Yeah, you're just going to have to hope that they... Play some of the fight pass ones between the fights. Yeah, definitely. Card, because speaking of the uh, the fight pass, the the main one on there that we're both looking forward to, and I'm sure large parts of the UK are looking forward to, Nathaniel Wood. It's a uh, second fight in the UFC. Yeah, I think yes, they're both their second fight. Right? Yeah, so he's up against Andre Yule, who it is his second fight. Uh, his first fight he beat Helen Burrell, uh, which is a big name, but I'm not sure it means too much nowadays. Yeah, he's certainly not what he used to be. He's on the skids, not looked the same for years now, it seems, from his championship days. But still a tough test, isn't it? The Wood, I mean, we don't know too much about you, admittedly, but no, so they both seem to be on the come up. And, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think it should be a, quite a high-level fight, really, for a fight past Breeden. I think so. Yule's won his last five. Wood's won his last six. We know Wood is never in a boring fight. Had a little look at the odds last night. They're both at 10 to 11 at the moment, so that tells you how even this one could potentially be. Yeah, that says it all, doesn't it? So, yeah, definitely one to look forward to. Um, and I can't go against Nathaniel Wood. I think he's a championship material, so I'm backing Nathaniel Wood in that one. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to have to overcome some adversity just because of his style. I think he may get clipped a few times, but power through it. I mean, he's young enough, he's got the chin, he's got the ability to get out of them sticky situations. 
And I fancy him to get a win in the uh, late in the second or third stoppage. Yeah. TKO. I think that's a decent shout. I think there'll be a stoppage in this one. I don't see it going all the way to a decision. Yeah. And he's hoping uh, it could be a big year for him. But just get past this bit first and then get on that stack London card. Definitely, definitely, yeah. If you can get past this one, then yeah, the World Royster almost for 2019. You can, I can, if he wins this, I think he could be co-main on the London one. Oh, quite easily, I think. Yeah, quite easily. And I think he, he would deserve that. Uh, his record, his status, if he gets this win, and just the fact his fighting style as well, it will lead to a big big opportunities, co-mains and maybe main events towards the back end of 2019, I think. Exactly, and it's in London where he's well, got a massive fan base, so yeah, makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. The first things first, get through this one, should be a cracker. Yeah, all the best. What, um, what else is on next? So there's an absolute ton of uh, fights on this card, a lot of good ones as well. I think um, we'd be doing everyone a disservice if we didn't touch on BJ Penn against Ryan Hall, the legend that is BJ Penn. So he's um, making his return. He last fought in June uh, 2017. He's lost his last five, which um, you know isn't great, obviously. Up against Ryan Hall, who fought even longer ago. His last fight was in um, December 2016. Beat Gray Maynard. Um, he's won his last six fights. He's a 2-11 to favourite, Ryan Hall. How did you see this one going down? When it was first made, I fancied BJ Penn matchup-wise, and I am sticking to it. I just I don't know why I think he could get it done. I mean, every stat you just sort of threw at me there suggests otherwise. But Ryan Hall isn't exactly a stand-up sort of monster, is he? No. So Ryan Hall's a bit of a submission specialist, and BJ Penn has never been submitted. Yeah, I can't see him submitting BJ Penn. Can't see him getting him down. BJ Penn had some of the best takedown defense ever. I mean, whether or not he still got it, that's the question, isn't it? But I actually fancy BJ Penn to uh, box him off. Well, that's decision. that's definitely a, a bit of a leery shout. And at the moment, you can get about four to one on BJ Penn. So after a couple of uh, sherry's on Christmas Day, I might put a little bit of a wager on that. Then. Put, put all your Christmas money on <laughs> the four to one BJ Penn. <laughs> what uh, What do you think? I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I've not really got any clue <laughs> what what will go oh, down on this one. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the talk in the build-up was about Ryan Hall, he's a, he's a sort of submission specialist and and all that kind of nonsense. And um, I looked, did a bit of research last night, and like I say, BJ Penn's never been submitted. He's got, he got his black belt in like three years, which is like unheard of, really. So... I think I think you could be onto something there, if I'm being honest. Like I say, you can't really see Ryan Hall winning on the feet in, in stand-up. So who's to say that if BJ Penn can keep it on the feet, he doesn't get the win? No, that's exactly my thinking. But if Ryan, was it 2016, did you say? Yeah, back in the 2016. Unless he's just been working pure boxing, stand-up. I don't know if he's been competing. I don't stay in touch with the grappling scene at all. Must, he must have been doing. He must have. I would. Yeah, I would imagine. He must have been doing something, competing somehow. Yeah. I mean, it's not like BJ Penn's been thrown against <coughs> Yaya Rodriguez like last time. It's like a young lion who's just gonna fucking destroy him, which is what happened. It's, I mean, it's a favourable matchup. That's my pick. Yeah, I think you make some very good points actually there, and uh, yeah, you you kind of twisted my arm a bit there. I think. I think you were. Uh, We'll go with that. Oh, That's an yeah. official split decision uh, prediction. Everyone, get your money on BJ Penn at four to one now before that closes out. Before I move the market. Yeah. Oh, influencers. After that, we've got a, quite a 
big fight in terms of title eliminations and the featherweight division, such is its uh, thinness, if that's the right word, but Captain Garno, Megan Anderson, featherweight, two of the probably three featherweights there actually are in the division, so got to be a number one contender fight. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. When it's only three of you, every fight's a number one contender <laughs> fight, really, isn't it? <laughs> but um, interesting, yeah, interesting. Megan Anderson, obviously a big girl. She comes came into the UFC with a fair amount of hype behind her. Obviously, difficult first fight against Holly Holmes. Kind of uh, backs against the wall from the outset there. Up against uh, Kat Zangana, who um, she got a win in her last fight, but lost her previous three before that. So, yeah, definitely definitely one to uh, keep an eye on. Katzengarno is the favourite. Difficult to call. I don't know who you fancy in this one particularly. I thought Megan Anderson looked a bit like a fish out of water against home in certain positions, didn't she? I did as well, but, I mean, then it, it is odd Holly Holmes, so... Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's not like she's fighting some kind of schmuck. No, not but, at all. Um, Zingano, I'm going with. I mean, I think I might, might be wrong, but she got a win over Nunes. Got a win over Misha Tate, definitely. Yeah, pop, you might be right. When she, when she lost to Rousey, it was fucking 10, 15 seconds, whatever it was. It was just charged at her and then got armbarred, as was standard at the time for people. But I, I'm going to go with Zingana. She's not cutting all that weight. She's quite a big girl, so I think she'll be strong at featherweight. Yeah, I think I would have to agree with you. To be honest, I think um, Anderson, they're not really doing her any favours here. Like I say, there's not much... Not much scope for bedding her in and easing her in in that division with about three people in the mix. So that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, you got to rush these people. Well, although she was a champion in Victor, I thought she would do better against Holly Holmes. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think she was a little bit disappointed. Yeah, and yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. I think Captain Garno might just have a little bit too much. Yeah, she's been around the block a bit. I think Definitely. it'd be nice to see Captain Garno after all she's gone for as well to sort of finally get another title shot. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with her. Uh, what else is next? Our former champion, Arlovsky, against Walt Harris. Yeah, yeah, another decent fight, this one. So, Arlovsky lost his last two. Abdurakimov against two of Asa. We all, we all know he's kind of at the back end of his career now. He's, he is on the way down the hill. Walt Harris may be slightly different. He won his last fight in Jan, uh, sorry, in June 2018 against Daniel Spitz, who's not exactly a uh, stellar name. Walt Harris is the favourite at the moment in the betting. And I think Walt Harris will probably get the job done against a, an ageing Arlovsky in this one. I'd have to agree with you. I don't know too much about Harris, but from what I've seen, I think, like you say, he's young, up and coming. I've never been overly impressed by Arlovsky. I think, yeah. Don't really have much input on that one, I'm sorry. No. I think Walt Harris will get it done. Don't know how, but I think he'll get it done. I think Olofsky, has, he's made some good improvements. He has changed his style up a little bit. He's a little bit more tactical nowadays because his chin's gone, basically. So he yeah, has he's always be. been a bit chinny, hasn't he? Yeah. So as much as Olofsky has improved, I uh, I can't see him doing much here against Walt Harris, unfortunately. I think Walt Harris will get the uh, get the win. And for Olofsky, it might be, I don't know. Ed, to... Sack it up. Possibly, yeah, or go to maybe a lesser promotion. Yeah. Yeah, nah, we'll go with that. Big fight on the... With Holloway looking like he's leaving, featherweight seems to be opening up a bit, I think. Yeah. This fight's got a big uh, part to play in it. Volkanovski versus uh, Chad Mendes. Good fight. It's a very good fight, actually. Obviously, Chad Mendes on the comeback trail after three years out of the ring. 
Octagon, even. Where are you using it? Well, yes. So, uh, he beat he beat Miles Jury last time out, TKO, in July 2018. Oh, yeah, he came back, didn't he? Uh, and then his previous loss was to Frankie Edgar in December 2015. So, not quite three years, two, two and a half and a bit years. Yeah, that's still a long way. Steroids, wasn't it? Steroids, yeah. And I think um, some injuries as well. So, a long, long time, but came back, looked impressive. Got the TKO win last time out. But uh, this is not an easy matchup for him at all against Alexander Volkanovsky. 18 to 1 record. His last, well, his only loss was in 2013, so you can, you can almost discount that and call it an 18 and 0 record. Uh, beat Darren Elkins last time out in a decision, which there's no shame in that. Darren Elkins is a bit of a savage, isn't he? So, um, interesting fight. Chad Mendes is the favourite. I will probably go with Volkanovsky in this one. 13 or 10 on the, in the betting. Stick a few pennies on that. I think that might be a decent price. Again, I'm going to agree with you. I think Volkanovski's just a dark horse in the division, and he's one of those you probably wouldn't have to pick out of the lineup. I wouldn't know if I saw him on the street, but he's just been racking up these wins like nobody's business, and he's active, and he's been active for ages, and he looks impressive. So, yeah, I'll go Volkanovski. I don't know the winner of this could get a title shot, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like you say, I think a lot will depend on what Holloway does. He's got to go up, hasn't he? Um, possibly. Maybe. I think maybe there's a there's a couple more people in his division who I think y- you might want to you might want to face and beat just so you can really say I've properly cleared out that division. Frankie Edgar would be one. If Volkanovski gets this win, I think that could be another one. So maybe. Maybe there's an extra fight or two in there for Holloway. I think you made a very good point there about Frank Diego. That's a that's a big name to get on your resume, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think it's just the weight thing. It just seems to be a worry. You don't have to keep cutting it. I can see. Him, I think you're right. I think he could do maybe one more against Frank Diego. Frank Diego won the last, right? He's not coming off that Ortega loss. Oh, he beat Swanson, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. But yeah, as it is, this is still a massive fight in that title implications for featherweight Volkanovski could make a big splash and on the flip side if Chad Mendes can get the win here that'll be tremendous for him well he well Tree Mendes Tree Mendes yeah <laughs> like it so yeah like I say it could be huge that Volkanovski up and coming Chad Mendes two and a half three years out comes back beats Miles Drury beats Volkanovski he puts his name right up in there in the mix to possibly test Holloway himself. Well, he's got the name, isn't he? So you could almost bypass a couple of people purely based on his name. Yeah, definitely. So I think um, Aldo's fighting Moicano, isn't he? Yes. So you could look at if Moicano wins, he'll probably get the shot. If Aldo wins, you can't give him the shot. No. So maybe the winner of this will fight Aldo. If Aldo wins, says so a lot of ifs and buts and stuff. But yeah, I think whoever wins this is huge, absolutely huge in terms of the title. Yeah, massive, massive. Of course, which uh, Anderson Latifi is pretty similar because that's starting to open up a bit, the light heavyweight division. Yeah, definitely. And Latifi's on been on a little bit of a tear. Uh, beat OSP last time out um, at the start of the year in Feb. So had a little bit of a layoff. I don't think anyone really wants to fight Latifi. No, he's just, uh, he just seems to have that iron in his fist. Stocky, just a brawler, really. Exciting to watch. Yeah, definitely. You're not really going to take him down either, are you? Because bit of a judo, judo unit yeah I believe. exactly so difficult for Corey Anderson Latifi's the favourite in this one I mean Corey Anderson beat Glover in July this year last time out 
So he's no Mark. Of course he isn't. Uh, Corey Anderson, but I think I think the will get the one, get the job done here. I think he's on a bit of a tear. He's ranked number five now. I think if he gets a win here, he's, he's putting his, his name in the mix for a title shot as well. Yeah, it's well open, isn't it? Oh. Um, I want to see Latifi get the win here. You're not going to get too many cues out of doors to see Anderson fight. No. He, you don't want to say boring, but it's, it's not the most exciting fighter in the world, is he? He's very effective. He's good at what he does, but it's not the most fan-friendly style of wear as Latifi has got more sort of weapons in his arsenal and you feel like he can knock someone out at any moment's time. But, yeah, I'll go with Latifi. I think he will win and I would like to see him win really sort of climb that lightweight division. Yeah, I'd have to, I would have to agree there and it's nice to get some uh, some Europeans into the mix sort of build up the yeah, reputation man. of MMA outside of America because I guess they sort of, they've got the, um, they've got the kudos at the minute, the American fighters and sort of Brazilians maybe with, wrestling up north and the jiu-jitsu down south so I think anything that can help show what we've got here in Europe and in, in the UK especially I think uh, we're all for that yeah oh yeah badly we're, we're, we're coming though don't you worry about that oh definitely definitely yeah certainly on the takeover what about Carlos Condit coming back so great recently it hasn't looked great at all he's up against Michael Chiesa so Condit has um, lost his last four and he's lost his last seven out of nine, which is a bit of a depressing stat for the man. But um, his last four has been Robbie Lawler, Meyer, Magni, and Alex Oliveira. So they're good. They're good names. He's not losing to mugs. Exactly. He's not putting on great performances, but they're still good fighters that he's losing to. Yeah, the Magni one was hard to watch from uh, memory serves me right. Just sort of watching him sort of getting systematic beat down, really. Pretty much. But Chiesa's unknown quantity, he's probably, I think the general consensus is he's going to be looking much better than he did at lightweight, at welterweight, because he's quite a big lad. And he is a talented lad as well. It all leans towards Chiesa putting a bit of a systematic beat down again on Condit. But uh, personally, I'm going to go with Condit, I'm going to get him to turn it around. I don't know what I'm basing that on. I think it's because he's one of my favourite fighters. And I want to see him sort of turn it around and maybe go out on a high. But... Yeah, I think it's more rose-tinted glasses rather than actual looking at the facts. Seven out of nine ain't good. Yeah, possibly. I think I would like to see Carlos um, get the win here. Obviously, what everything he's done in the sport is, yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's a huge name. He's a, he's a part of the history of the USC. And it's never nice to see someone go on this kind of skid that he has gone on, especially when you're such a legend. And as we say quite often, we love a comeback. We love to see people come back from adversity and and turn their life around. Might be a bit of an exaggeration, but turn at least his MMA form around. It'd be really good to see. But then you could also maybe make a point. Chiesa, lesser name, obviously, hasn't got the status, but lost his last two. Uh, Kevin Lee, bit of a strange one, and Anthony Pettis, both submissions. So, yeah, Condit's got a chance. I'd probably have to back Chiesa, I think. I, I just struggle to see how Condit can reverse this kind of downhill momentum that he's on at the moment. Yeah, no, I'm just doing it because I like Condit, really. Which but, is uh, bad. Someone, someone's got a back him, haven't they? Someone's got a back him, yeah. And uh, I, I would not be unhappy to see him get the win at all. No, I just want to see him put on like an old-school performance. Natural-born killer. Yeah, just go out there and just, just balls to the wall. Just just give it all. No fear. It's easy to sit here and say that. But really just 
just go out there and try and relive some of your, your, your past glories almost. Yeah, I've got faith in the boy. That's fair enough. Yeah. I'm going with Condit then. Okay, well, we'll have, we'll have to disagree on this one. I'll go with Chiesa, but I think we've agreed on everything so far, so it's about time we had a little bit of a disagreement there. Right, so we're going on the so-called super fight. I don't know why I said so-called. It's kind of a super fight. Um, I think it's... It is a super fight. The only um, caveat to that is that Chris Cyborg is one of the fighters, so <laughs> it's almost impossible to see anything other than a Cyborg win. It's one-way traffic, do you? I don't see any so. uh, back and forth at all? No, there'll, there'll be some back and forth, but I don't think Nunes will have enough to hurt Cyborg, and I think Cyborg will start hurting Nunes almost from the first punch. Yeah, so right. I think there'll be a bit of back and forth, but I think eventually, it, not even eventually, maybe after a couple of rounds, Cyborg will start to take over and just just her power and her size will be too much, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a scientist by any stretch, but I think uh, Nunez's criticisms in the past have been her gas tank in the later rounds, which she's kind of answered her critics on that. But if she's not cutting an extra £10, do you think she might have less conditioning going into those later rounds? Because she hasn't had to cut that extra £10 and she's probably working more on her strength and actual possibly do you think that might pay against her possibly rounds yeah I mean that's I think generally the narrative is that um, if you cut less then it benefits your cardio but I think that's a good point you make there actually that she's doing less cardio to lose the weight I mean I'm just saying that from the sofa and she's got she's got a size difference to make up as well so maybe she's been trying to put on some muscle I think that is a very good point, actually. Yeah, I think that could definitely... Particularly she's getting tagged early as well. I mean, that takes it out of you anyway. Yeah. Let alone if... Well, I don't know. I might be wrong, but I think that's something to certainly look at. And I think that's... I think that, yeah, great point you make there, to be honest. Not one that I'd really thought about. If it gets there, though. If it gets there, yeah. Unlikely. I think it's kind of unlikely. I mean, Nunes got TKO against Pennington in the fifth round of her, her last fight. Yeah, that's what I mean when she answered her critics by, but yeah, it's just domination, wasn't it? And, um, but yeah, it's an interesting fight, but I'm not holding out too much hope for Nunes. And I think you agree, don't you? I think so. I think Cyborg is almost unbeatable. I mean, she lost her first MMA fight and has not really been troubled ever since then. I think the best thing that could happen for Cyborg is to have a very, very close fight. She needs a rival. She needs some yeah. some sort of jeopardy, some sort of reason for people to tune in to exactly. watch the rematch. Or Who else is she going to fight? Well, no one at the moment. It's, uh, Holly Holm gave it a go. Yeah. And then and you look at who fought Tonya Eminger and people like that. It was almost pointless. pointless. Yeah, pointless is the word. So, uh, Holm gave it a, a pretty good go. Yeah, I didn't think she did too badly, to be honest. But aside from Zingano and Anderson, say she gets... Nunes out of there pretty quickly. She probably only got one more fight at featherweight. I can see her sacking it off, to be honest. She wants to do boxing, doesn't she? Yeah, I mean, she has to, she's got to go and find people to fight, hasn't she? I mean, I would love to see a proper division there with people who could give Cyborg a go because she's the best female MMA fighter in history, I would say, pound for pound at least. I would love to see Cyborg fight like two, three times a year. Unfortunately, 
there's just no competition out there for her. So she may well have to turn to boxing, which is a little bit more established. And there probably will be, you know, more fights for her there, which is a shame, really. Yeah, it is what it is. I just think females in general aren't that size, are they? No. Say it a lot in the show, but... Yeah, so unfortunate, but I do think Cyber will get, will get the win here and further cement her place as a as a legend in the sport. Uh, and I'm not sure that a loss does too much to Nunes either. Nah, she's still the champion, isn't she? Exactly. And she still beats most people in, in her weight division, aren't yeah, she? Yeah, and, and she has already. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. How, how do we think this is going to go then? Should we give a round and yes. message for okay. victory here? Now we're in title fights. Do you want me to throw one out? Go on then. So, I'm going to go with Cyborg. Yeah. And I reckon she will stop her. TKO. Round four. I was literally about to say round four. <laughs> Could have uh, mixed it up a bit, but I think, yeah, I think she's going to grind her down and I'm going to stick with the uh, Nunes. He's going to gas out because she's got that extra 10 pounds on her. Yeah, fair enough. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it might be, it'll start in the third round, start to sort of start opening her up a bit more and then finish her off in the fourth. Good shout. Yes, agreed, agreed. So that means Nunes is nailed on. <laughs> yeah, basically just do the opposite of what we're saying and you might make a few pennies. Yeah, boy. So. This one's all right, isn't it, this one? Get all that other fluff out of the way. This is the one we've all been waiting for. <laughs> John Jones, Alexander Gustafsson, light heavyweight championship of the world, rematch. What a fight in prospect. Before we get started, what do you make of the being for the light heavyweight title? A bit harsh? Probably a little bit harsh. I don't think there's any real need to um, strip Cormier. And then you look, neither of these blokes have fought since 2017. So it's a, and uh, obviously Dana, I think, uh, take everything he says as gospel, said John Jones would never fight for a title again, didn't he? So, yeah, never main event. Yeah, so... Um, Standard Dana. <laughs> So, it is a slight odd decision to make it for a title. I think we know why they do it. They believe it makes them more money, and perhaps it does on the pay-per-views when there's a title on the line. I mean, I don't care if this is a title fight. I don't care if it's in the UFC. If this happened in the car park of Morrison's down the road, I'd, I'd pay to watch it there, to be honest. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. I mean... It's not the world's most famous venue. No. Uh, I would definitely get down there. But if there's any fight that's going to sell that isn't required to have a title <laughs> around it, this is it. The this would be it. We've been waiting for for years. Should have been made ages ago. But what a fight, yeah. I, do you think that Cormier will go back down at any point? Do you think it's, he might as well strip him? He's not going to go back down. He says he's got one more fight left anyway. Yes, true. You might as well strip him. I think, yeah, I don't think he's going back down. Yes, the only point is, what's the point of letting them be double champs in the first place? We can't even defend two belts. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll get into it a bit later about the uh, champions. We're going to look at the, who we think are going to be title holders in a year's time. Yeah. And it all starts in this one, really. It all starts here. Who do you think will be title holder at the end of 2018 in the light heavyweights. Well, I've been back and forth. I've fancied Gus for ages on it. I don't know why. I think it's because the first time Jones had ever truly been tested. But it was a long time ago. And, but and Gus hasn't fought for a while. 
he did look phenomenal against Glover. His boxing was on point. But I can't go against John Jones. It's a little bit of head versus heart in this one, isn't it? Yeah, I definitely want Gus to get the win. But Jones is the best ever. Drugs or not, and all the other nonsense. It's fucking, he's the best ever to do it. He's, he's clearly the most talented. And he's just got that extra gear when he needs to, which is what he showed in the first fight, when he hadn't supposedly been training and he was partying and all that. Yeah, he can do it all, can't he? Yeah, he's just got, he's just got too many weapons. Yes. Locker. Yeah. And I, he's just that good, man. I don't know if DC's on commentary. I fucking hope so. Poor. Do you think, they'll, do you think, they'll, do you think they'll chuck him in there? I don't know. He's, I've only just thought of it. Yeah. I, it's an interesting point, actually, because you take the John Jones fight out of this, this card, you have to have DC in the commentary booth. The stature of the card and the quality of DC, Rogan, Anik combo, you have to throw that in there. But with John Jones being the main event, can you have DC commentating on that? Well, he did the fight where it was OSP versus John Jones because I think he was meant to fight him. You know when he pulled out? Yes. Did that interim one randomly. Uh, he was on it there. He's a professional. He'll do it. I, I don't think he will be biased towards Gus. I think he's had a lot of beef with Gus as well. No, he's not to the same level. He's definitely professional enough. To, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's definitely professional enough to do his job. I mean, and you don't want to sacrifice the whole card on commentary just for this one fight as well. No, so, I, yeah, hopefully... It'd just be interested to see... Oh, definitely. ...after the fact. Particularly if Jones loses as well, it'll be quite funny. Well, if Jones loses, will DC give it to him? And if Jones wins, will Jones come over to DC and, and give it to him? Well, I can certainly see it kicking off if yeah. Jones wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he will rub it in DC's face. And DC will have to get up and get in there and... I don't know, man. It's really quality. Oh, that, yeah, I can't, yeah, I, I didn't even think of that. I'm glad you raised it because that just adds uh, some more spices into the mix here, doesn't it? And it's his belt that he's putting around whoever's waist. Yeah. He might start switching. <laughs> he might go full WWE and smash Jones in the face with the belt. And... With the belt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was always bollocks in wrestling. Yeah. The belt, it's like... Made out of rubber. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> never gonna, and they never touched him. At least the steel chair made a dent. Yeah, yeah, you know on the mean? tables. Yeah, exactly. But so, anyway, yeah. <laughs> who do I think is going to win? John Jones. You think John Jones? Yeah, I think a decision. Uh, at the moment, and this will fluctuate between now and the fight, at the moment, I fancy Gus. I think he wants it more. I think this means so much to Gus. I think, I think he... Yeah, like he wants it more, and I think that might make a difference. My only issue, I just, I just wish he had got a fight in between his last fight in May 2017 and now. I wish he had just got someone in between as a warm-up, just, just to keep the juices flowing, really. Nah, that's a very good point. Because um, obviously, John Jones has been out since July 17, Gus is even longer. The only thing is, like, he, I think he had a big break before the Tashira fight. He did, yeah, he did. He looked really good there. That's the thing you can cling on to, I suppose. Yeah, so maybe that gives a bit of hope. At the moment, possibly my heart rolling my head, I'm, I'm I'm leaning towards Gus at the moment, which will be absolute history. Oh, yeah. It'll push him over the edges. It'll, another superstar they can create out of that, and he'll rule that division for, for years to come. And then you get the third fight as well, which is the, the rubber match. Yeah. Do you think that Jones potentially is looking past... 
Possibly, yeah. Think he's that I think, arrogant to look past someone as good as Gus Stafford. I think he is, and I think he has probably done that in the past. Straight through, yeah, and turned up and not trained, and but doesn't really affect him it at all. It shows how good he is. Yeah. But he, all the talk is him. All you see him doing on social media is just mugging off DC and called out Lesnar before. Then they say maybe he's one eyes on that, and this is Gus's chance to capitalise on that and take the belt. I mean, I don't think the odds are too sort of different, are they? Well, is he a heavy underdog? Yeah, it's kind kind of. I was looking last night. Jones is four to eleven on. Uh, Gus was nine to four. It's not too no, it's about much of an underdog. Just over two to one, which is fair. Yeah, double him up with BJ Penn. Nailed on, I reckon. Yeah, I mean... Throwing Nunes. Because there are some kind of 50-50 fights on this card. There's some kind of... I mean, Cyborg Nunes isn't 50-50, but there are opportunities for Nunes to win that one, for example. Of course, yeah. So... You could probably dig out a few underdogs in here. Volkanovski is an underdog. Gus, 9-4, is an underdog. I don't know. Condit, underdog. Lunez, underdog. You nail an acro on this one. You serve to be in the New Year's honours list. Oh, you did, because you, this is anyone's game. Yeah, you this did, one, Particularly did, in multiple bets. Might be able to pick one or two, but if you could... You can nail the results on all of these, that's how I'm going. Yeah, you deserve all the winnings you get if you can pick out a four-fold acre or something on this card, I think. Because there's going to be a couple of upsets in there. <coughs> Just looking at the card now. There has to be, there's, there? there's never going to be plain saying for the favourites here. That BJ Penn one, I, I love that bet. I'm going to get so embarrassed when he just <laughs> gets <wrapped> Just destroyed. <laughs> Four to one, I mean, it's hard to ignore that price, yeah. really, against... Um, you know, not the most dangerous of opponents. Nah. I don't know. Great fight, though. The main event is what it's about. I'm potentially sacking off a, uh, a planned night out to watch this. <laughs> well, I couldn't, I couldn't blame you if you did, to yeah. be honest. This, I'm, like I say, gutted to possibly be missing this. I'm going I'm to do, I'm going to be on, on my holiday, but I'm going to do everything I can to try and find something you, to watch this. You'll only be sitting there and oh, I wish I weren't. Yeah. You'll just be annoyed you're yeah. not watching it. Yeah, so, trying, to think, trying to think where I am on that 29th. I think I'm in. Uh, I think I'm in Bangkok. Yeah, so you would think that. But you would think that. You're going to find something. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm in a half decent hotel, so I don't know. But can you order pay per view on hotel? You're asking the wrong man. Yeah, must I? Especially in Bangkok. I no idea. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give it a go, like I say. But what a card! What a main event! What a co-main event! Couple of legends on there as well. Oh, they always try and stack their New Year's cards, don't they? It's going to close out the New Year with an absolute bang. I hope what happened to me for the first fight don't happen for this one. I remember I was out on the night out the night before. This is when I was living in Cambridge. I stayed at my mates in Battersea, hung over to high heaven. Two-hour train journey, trying not to be sick. And then uh, went to watch the recording, avoided all results, and it partially recorded with them. <coughs> That is an absolute killer. Well, you've got too, uh, <laughs> too much shit backed up. and then, uh, Is that it, what it was? Yeah, it went to... I think it made it to the main event. But, like, round one or something. I can't, oh, it, no. it partially recorded. I was like, this is just total... Oh, I'd be human as well. It's like the best championship fight of all time. And... You missed record. it. 
Gus's. So I rewatched it later that night, but I knew the result, and so it's not quite the same. Yeah, it's particularly not, when Gus is when you thought Gus might have been winning it if you yeah, were watching it live. Exactly. Yeah. But still, take nothing away from that fight. One of the best ever, and hopefully, it's just a, even if it's a fraction as good as the first one. Man, we're in for a treat. Most definitely, yeah. But um, that will sign off with the light heavyweight champion being crowned. With that promo being put, do you think that's got anything to do with new belt designs or is it a new title division? Or Yeah, so there's a little bit of a promo that UFC released. It's kind of just a short clip of what seems to be a new belt design. There's been a lot of speculation as to what that might mean. Talk of new divisions. For me, personally, I think it might just be a new belt design. I'm not sure why. Possibly signals a new division as well, but... I don't think you would make a new belt just for one new division and leave every other division as the same, if you see what I mean. Yeah, I think they could potentially just be making the new design across the board, but to go to that effort, to, I don't think people care enough for you to do that promo. I mean, like, that, uh, it's coming on the 29th of December, a new design. It's just, I don't know, just don't really... Yeah, no one cares, do they? I, mean, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past at all, because it's the UFC. How many times they've done an announcement that no one gives a shit about. But yeah, hopefully it's a new division. But I think we're going to be disappointed if this is a new belt, isn't it? Yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's just a new belt. I think Cyborg and Jones or Gus are just going to get wrapped around with a new belt. That's it, unfortunately. Yeah. But no, he's hoping it might be a new division 165, maybe. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they could maybe announce that. Do you think they've got a fight? They'd have to have a fight lined up, wouldn't they? Bring them out. Maybe do a little promo with the two whoever's going to fight for the 165 title with that new belt, have them in the octagon or wherever, at the press conference, I don't know. Yeah, I, I still think that tournament's going to be made. I'm convinced. The only thing that I would say against that is that it makes so much sense to do a tournament for it that I just don't think the UFC will do it. <laughs> nah, it's fucking, yeah. <laughs> absolutely right there. But I, I don't know. It could be anything. I think it's just to get that extra few people tuning in to see what they're talking about. Yeah. It's just going to be announced some mediocre announcement on the on the pay-per-view broadcast yeah I think that's more likely yeah definitely but they, they was talk about there's a Canadian flag on there and an American flag on there and a GSP might be fighting someone but I'm, I'm losing interest in seeing him fight don't really care anymore yeah and then the only thing there is like what are you going to do make a new one with new flags on there every time two different people with different nationalities face off for a, a belt faff, it? yeah <laughs> I mean, is, is there any problem with a current belt I've got no qualms in making a new belt, but just I'm not that bothered no. to make a teaser video. No. It's like, oh, okay. No, I'm with Fair you there. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. Like, if they just slipped it on uh, to Cyborg after she gets the win with no announcement, you go, oh, new belt. Yeah, cool. That's it. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. But no, we'll see. It's got us, got us talking, and I'm certainly interested to see what it is, but might be a bit of a. Yeah, I, mean, that's gonna happen. Yeah, I think you might be right, yeah. So, what else we got? Not not a ton of news. we got um, Kane and Francis has been confirmed. That's going to be on uh, Feb 17. Um, but another fight that's got announced is um, Aspen Ladd against Holly Holm. You like Aspen Ladd, don't you? You no. think uh, she's going to be a big deal? I think she is going to be a big deal, yeah. I think you look at her last performance, it was just absolutely savage. Yeah, it's uh, terrifying. Terrified is a good word. Yeah. All right, calm down. Yes. Yeah. You're not meant to actually try and kill someone. Yeah. Screaming her head off, beating 
the living daylights out of Evangel. <laughs> so my only concern, my only concern is it's Holly Home is like just a genius. I think this might be a little bit too soon for Aspen Lad. I would have liked to have seen her, I don't know, get another half-decent fight in between. But I think she's like ranked number seven or something now. So they've obviously seen the potential in her. They want to they want to give her this opportunity to establish herself, which is fair enough. I don't know, though. Holly Owens might have too much for her. Yeah, already shut down one potential contender, Anderson. Yeah. <clears throat> Lad's just a monster. She is a monster. I don't know, I'd like, to, I'd like Holly Home. Who doesn't like Holly Home? But you, you want a bit fresh meat in there, don't you? Know, to sort of try and challenge the, the upper echelons. You do. Mad. But I, I think it might be a bit too much. I think it might be. I've no idea what her stand-up's like. I mean, okay. If she, can't, savage. If she can't get Holly Home down, she might get pieced up. No, definitely. Let's put it that way. And if you look at Holly Home, she's done a lot of clinch work up against the cage in her most recent fight. So she's kind of adapted her game as well. So... Yeah, I'd imagine the opening odds would be uh, heavily favoured. Oh, it's got got to be, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you look at Holly Holm, she should she should probably still be the, the, the champ, if you're being honest. That, that Durand and me fight was just a load of bollocks. Holly Holm should have got the win there in that one. Beating Tate until the last knock-ins. Yeah, and it's just been unlucky, really, isn't it? Yeah. In Cyborg, he's got no real chance, but yeah, it's just that's a write-off. Shot in the dark when it yeah. was like £10. But Holly Holm, I mean... What I worry about is she obviously knocked out Ronda Rousey. That was that real highlight moment that will go down in history. And then she's kind of, she hasn't underperformed, but she hasn't had the luck or the results since then. So I don't, I hope that reputation isn't, oh, she had a one-off lucky shot against Ronda Rousey and then did nothing afterwards. Because she's been really unlucky. I think, like you say, last last seconds lost to Misha Tate after winning the fight. And then basically Durant May just cheated her way and the ref didn't, didn't take any points off her or anything. So it's disappointing for home how it's gone down. I'd like Lad to win this. I like Aspen Lad. She's a bit of a hottie as well. But I would also like to see Holly Home win this and, you know, just cement a place to actually know. That wasn't a one-off against Rousey. Yeah, I think she wins this. I think she will win this and I think she'll fight for a title. What, at least one more time. And at Bantamweight as well. None of this is going up to featherweight. Fight your real weight. And she's got absolute... Great chance against uh, Noonan, so... Yeah, definitely. That's a great fight, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think you broke it down perfectly there about her career. Just has been very unlucky. But, uh, yeah, I think it's too soon for Lad. I'm probably wrong. I don't know. It just seems an interesting one to make. They're not building them up slowly anymore, are they? Not at all. It's hard to do it in MMA and the UFC because the divisions are stacked and everyone's as good as each other almost. And you can't build him up anymore. Look at Ngarno. That's a boxer. You'd have given him at least 10 scrubs first to sort of build your name up through. Yeah, definitely. You just shoot up too quickly, didn't you? That's the game, I suppose. But fair play to the lad. It's a big opportunity for her. Yeah, and at least losses don't mean as much in MMA either. If you lose and you're unbeaten record in boxing, for whatever reason, people look at you and think, oh, you're shit then. At least in UFC, you, you get tested. You get thrown in amongst the walls early. But if you do lose... No one really cares. You can always come back and get a title shot three or four fights later. No, exactly. You've seen it so many times. But the variables are too sort of high. Too many ways to lose. Small gloves. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, I don't think it really matters too much if Lad loses. I think if home loses, it's more more of an impact on her career than if Lad loses. Because Lad will come back from it, learn from it, and get better. Yeah, yeah that's a good fight. Quite an odd one, but... 
I'll certainly watch it. Yeah, it will be a good one. So, as we say, is Christmas in a couple of days. We're coming down to the end of 2018. So, as this is our Christmas special episode, what we thought we would do, make a few predictions for 2019. We'll do another sort of prediction show earlier in the new year for today. What we're going to do, we're going to look at the current champions in each division. We're going to make some shouts about who will be the champions in each division at the end of 2019. So you've got yours, I've got mine. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the females first? Start with the ladies. Yeah. We'll start the smallest. This seems like the uh, most logical way to begin, Joe. Agreed. So we've got Shrewaway, Thug Rose is the current champion. What's going to happen in the years? <laughs> so I think what's probably most likely is either Fug Rose is still champ at the end of 2019. Uh, but my shout would be Tatiana Suarez to come through and steamroll everyone as she has been doing so far. Mm. I think Tatiana Suarez might be champ come the end of next year. Yeah, so when we decided we were going to do this, I, it didn't even cross my mind, Tatiana Suarez. Female could be. Yeah, yeah, she Just, is a bit. Yeah, that's such a good shout. I, I'd put Jessica Andrade purely because I think she beats... Rose, but I think they'll probably fight. Come to think of it, after you've said that, I think Andrade, if she did beat Rose, they'll fight early in the year, and Andrade could potentially lose to someone else before the end, the year's out again. So, I, yeah, I, I put Andrade, but I, I like your pick, Suarez, and I think when the odds do come out, that'd be a decent bet to add. Really would. She's looks absolutely monstrous. Yeah, definitely. Slugs similar to to the lad who we were just talking about in a way, but. The new or even more. Yeah, I think it's, we're starting to see some ladies come through who started early and yeah. not turn to it after other sports and getting some good talent, especially in their lower divisions. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, so is that your official pick or what, who do you think is the most likely? You've gone with who's likely and who's a Larry pick. Suarez, your main So prediction? I think Rose is good. I like Rose. Obviously defeated Joanna, who's the champ forever. I'm not quite sure she would have enough to beat someone like Tatiana. So my official, yeah, official pick, women's strawweight champ at the end of 2019, Tatiana Suarez. Okay. I've got to stick to my guns and say Andrade. Okay, fair enough. I'll go Andrade. So should we uh, look at the bantamweights? Yeah, we'll, we'll leave flyweight because Chef Shenko has no division there. Like yeah, I don't think anyone will beat her either, really. Nah, it's just absolute pointless. She is the division. She is, yeah. At the minute, at least. But in the Bantams, we've got Amanda Nunes, who's the current champ, obviously. She's up against uh, Cyborg, stepping up in weight. So, what I put, I put, it's most likely that Amanda Nunes will still be the champ come the end of 2019. Yes. My little Larry shout out that I'm going to throw in there. One of my favourites, Aspen Lad. Oh, laddie boy. Oh, I'm a big fan of Aspen Lad for yeah, yeah, yeah. many a reason. <laughs> I think if she can uh, she can get through Holly Holm, she will get a title shot. And Got her, if she if she continues fighting like that, she could quite easily wear down Amanda Nunes over five rounds. Maybe lose the first two on the feet. Start to take control in the last three. Yeah. The only thing is, is if she can't get it down, she'd be in a lot of trouble. Like the home fight, I suppose. But Yeah. I'm, I've stuck with Nunes. I've been very boring so far in my picks. Well, Amanda Nunes is, is definitely the most likely champ, I think. 
Yeah, but having said it, I, I didn't even think of Holly Home as well. She could certainly make another run. So yeah, definitely. She's, she's definitely got a shout. But I'm going to stick with uh, Nunes. Okay, I'm going to go with Aspen Lad. That's your official pick? That's my official pick. What I'm going to like is if towards the back end of the year, we've got Andrade versus Tavares for the title. Or yeah, Nunes yeah. versus Lad for the title. Proper... Split decision right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'd definitely be interesting to see yeah, how wrong we are coming oh, in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Both would have been cut in the UFC, probably. What about, the, what about women's featherweight then? So, current champ is Chris Cyborg. I think, uh, most likely, the champ at the end of 19 will be Chris Cyborg. Sticking your neck out. Yeah, so. my Larry shout will be Chris Cyborg. <laughs> uh, and the only other... No one's going to beat her, let's be honest. No one's going to beat her. The only other thing I could see happening is A, Cyborg leaves because it's bullshit. She's got no one to fight. And someone like Holly Holm, maybe Megan Anderson steps up. B, they just scrap the division altogether because they're just there's no one big enough for Cyborg. Yeah, I think they'll scrap the division. Or well, The only other thing they could do is just let her box as and when she pleases while remaining as the champion because... If she fights once a year, that's good for the UFC. Don't need a division. But they let her go and box every now and again. But that sets a precedent that for other people want to box too much aggro, maybe. Yeah, possibly. But I think you're right. I think Cyborg will win one, <coughs> maybe two. And the division dissolves. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Because you look at like Megan Anson, who they brought in, sort of comparable in size, champion Victor, and she's nowhere near really at the moment, is she? So who is left to fight Cyborg? I can see that division going. Yeah, there's no one there. They're all uh, bloated bantamweights, isn't it? Yeah. So I think our official pick for the uh, women's featherweight champ at the end of 2019 is... No champ. No champ, no division. Controversial. <laughs> but um, before we move on to the men, I've got to go to the toilet. Okay, fair enough. What? All right, we are back from our toilet break. Shall we uh, get cracking on our predictions for the champs in the uh, on the men's side of the UFC? Yeah. So we'll start with flyweight. Got a current champ, Henry Cejudo. I've put, most likely, there will be no division again come the end of 2019. Yeah, I've put TJ wins and then the division dissolves. Yes, no secret, is it? No, I think that's nailed on, really, isn't it? Well, they're all leaving. Mighty Mouse is gone. Yeah. He becomes double champ and then... Uh, Division disappears. Yeah, unfortunate, but I would have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, next? Bantamweight. Yeah, so we'll move on to Dillashaw's actual division. So I've written current champ, TJ Dillashaw. Yes. Most likely 2019, TJ Dillashaw. Yes. My shout for who will be champ at the end of 2019, TJ Dillashaw. Dillashaw. (laughs) You can't look past him. No, you can't. He's just too good and he just keeps getting better still, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I, I thought... If Dominic Cruz didn't get injured, he'd win and then they'd make that rematch and kind of got one over him on there. But I would like to have seen that, but I can't see anyone else beating him. No, so a couple of maybes I would throw into the mix. Uh, Garbrandt, maybe. It's difficult to make that third fight, but if he makes certain improvements, he's got a chance, he's got good power. He had him in trouble twice, didn't he? Yeah. so It's just not marketable at the minute. No, no, not at the minute. He'd have to, he'd have to get some serious wins under his belt. Someone else I like, Jimmy Rivera. Again, knockout power. I mean, he suffered a loss last time out, but that was over very quickly. It's, it's what happens in MMA. You get caught, you get knocked out, and then it doesn't really make you a bad fighter as such. 
No, of course not. So I think Jimmy Rivera, if he makes certain improvements, he's got a chance. And then I've thrown in Nathaniel Wood as well as a chance there, purely because the pressure he brings, his style of fight, and he's going to be, if he can get a title shot against Dillashaw, he's going to test him. Certainly different, I think, to yeah, others. I think maybe a year is probably a bit soon, but certainly in the future, he's got a chance. Yeah, but um, if I was going to you know, make a solid pick, I think, yeah, Dillashaw will dominate 2019 and he'll still be champ this time next year. Marlon Marais, and he's got a chance. I mean, he's certainly in the mix, isn't he? He's, so, he's, got, he's got to take precedent over Jimmy Rivera. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly got a chance. Um, I think TJ is probably too good, if I'm honest. It's just he makes good fighters look bad. Look what he done to Sun Sao in their rematch, and the uh, John Lineker performance was stand out for me. Just John Lineker's scary individual, and he just made him look amateur at times. Yeah, so good. He is. He is in it, all aspects. In all aspects, yeah. And it, I think you might even out wrestle Cejudo in in this fight. I can see TJ trying to get the triple crown. To be honest. I think he's the only person who can do it. Yeah, it might sure. be a bit of a stretch, especially with the size of some of them lads, but it might be quite fun to watch him versus the beat, just with the height difference. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, I think, yeah, in a nutshell, TJ did a short bantamweight champion in a year's time. Yeah, agreed. So we'll move on to featherweight. Current champ, Max Holloway. I put the most likely outcome is he will still be champ at the end of 2019. And the only caveat here is he might move up to lightweight, in which case my shout would be Zabit. That sound like a broken record, but I have written down the exact same thing. I think Holloway vacates. And I think Zabit, don't know who he beats. I don't know how he's going to get there, but I think in a year's time, he the improvements he's made on an already impressive fighter for a year's time, he'll definitely be champion. I just can't see anyone stopping him. No, neither can I. I think he, on his feet, he's a bit of a wizard. Takedowns, he's a bit of a wizard. And he's a submission no, no, specialist as well. So, yeah, I think... Um, I mean, it's tough people in there. Brian Ortega's still in there. Yeah, we can't wipe him off just yet. No, Volkanovski, Moicano, uh, Yair, he's still there. Not sure he will be able to cope with the all-round game of someone like to be. Got a couple of up-and-comers, Dawodu, Yusuf, Sadiq Yusuf, I think probably a bit too soon for them. So I think if Max Holloway stays in the division, he will still be champ. If he leaves, I think I think Sabit will have enough to uh, to take that title. Lightweight's a sexy division, isn't it? I, think, I can't see him not being drawn towards it within the next year. There's too many good names out there, too much money to be made, too much legacy to be created. Double champ again is the sexy thing to do. And uh, he, he could be a good shout for the next division as well. Yeah, definitely. So, again, we agree on that one. We'll go with Zabit. Zabit. Cool. The aforementioned sexy division. Lightweight. lightweight. The one everyone loves. Okay, so currently Khabib. I've put it's most likely that Khabib will still be champ. On You, know, you look at his record, never been beaten. How can people cope with his game? No one has so far. However, I think Tony Ferguson will get it done. I think Tony Ferguson will be lightweight champ come the end of next year. You can't argue against either of those. I mean, no one knows how that fight's going to go down and it's eventually made. It's just that 
which makes it an interesting fight. The two best easily in the world of that weight. I put Khabib as the champion at the end of the year, and that was that thought process was solidified by Ally Quinter beating Kevin Lee. But Ally Quinter beating Kevin Lee so impressively. And what Khabib did to Ally Quinter, yeah, it was a day's notice, but 50 43 across the, some of the judges' scorecards, and how easily he can handle Ally Quinter on the feet as well, just shows you how good Khabib is, and I think how he can adapt to any situation. That's why I think he'll be the champion in the year. Just based on Ally Quinter's performance the other day. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Again, it is difficult to argue. For some reason, I've just got a little idea in my head that Tony Ferguson is such a out-there character. He's such an out-there fighter. I think he, he might be able to figure out some sort of way to beat Khabib. I Over think. five rounds. Yeah. He's got time to do it. Yeah. He will get hit, but he always gets hit. Then, yeah, it makes no difference. Yeah, he's just he's just uh, he's just not wired correctly. <laughs> no, not like the rest of us, certainly. And like he and as other fighters as well, he's not. They're none of them are wired like us. Not like not, we're not normal, but like the average person. But Ferguson's just on a different level of craziness. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can't train for that, surely. No, no, that, that's it. It's the X factor, isn't it? It's just you don't know what he's going to do, and he's just a wild man. And that's the fight to make. I just want it to happen. No, I'm so desperate to see it, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Who's the Larry ones in there? It's so hard to pick because there's a lot of politics in that division. Yeah, and it's kind of um, it's all grinding to a halt, really, isn't it? I mean, you could uh, Max Holloway could step up. But it's, I really do think it would be difficult for him to beat Khabib or Tony. Um, you got Alex Hernandez in there. If he gets a win over Cerrone, could he start making his way up? I was Maybe. thinking about Hernandez as a Larry one, but I just don't think the uh, the block jam would be cleared in time. No, I think you're right. And also, is he as good as some of them guys at the top? Yeah, remains to be seen, definitely. So, I mean, you got McGregor. Oh, he, he doesn't beat he Khabib in a be, second. He will not be champion. No, he no. can't. He can't beat Khabib, can he? Yeah, I don't see that happening. What, in any way. The only way is this. if Ferguson beats Khabib and then McGregor comes back and fights, it, it sort of conspires in his favour and he ends up fighting someone favourable. Which I think Ferguson is. I think Ferguson is more, yeah, yeah. more favourable, definitely. He ain't going to get grappled fucked. But I'm sticking with Khabib. Yeah, I'm sticking with Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait for that fight. Yeah, I know. But it just needs to get made and not fall out. Yeah, well, they need. I guess they need to sort out Khabib's ban or what punishment whatever's going to happen, and just make that fight. Like, stop, stop pissing around, basically. Yeah, nothing's happening for a few months yet, is it? No, definitely not. But we're talking about the end of the year, so hopefully, I don't know, maybe in a year's time, we'll have a better idea who the best in the world is. Yes, definitely. We'll move up to her welterweight. So, current Tyron Woodley, I put twenty nineteen most likely. Tyron Woodley, my shout, Tyron Woodley. Again, I think we've spoken previously. Uh, he's shown that he's on another level. You can't out wrestle him. You can't really outstrike him, no matter how good you are. I don't. I don't see Woodley losing at all. If I'm being completely honest with you. Nah, he's beaten the biggest threats there stylistically. Damian Maya can get him down. He's outmatched there. 
but it's shutting down. On the feet, in theory, would uh, Wonderboy and Till were better than him, shut them both down. I think Usman's just a, a greener version of Woodley. Yeah. Unless he improves uh, dramatically. Ponsonibio could be a good shout, but no idea what his wrestling's like. Woodley will probably just exploit that. He's just the standout fighter, and Colby could put a bit of pressure on him. He said it last week in the later rounds, but I can't look past Woodley either. No, no, I, I agree. You've got Darren Till in there. Could he make certain improvements, come back with a slightly different game plan this time against Woodley? Possibly, but... Maybe, but he's got to get through at least one or two people first. Yeah, definitely. You know I mean? He might even have to fight Ponzinibbio, which is no no easy task. That's a great fight, though. And I'd love to see that. Usman might trouble him. Oh, certainly will, he's resting. I think, I think Till's going up anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense. So, yeah. Particularly in a year's time. Definitely, as you get older and yeah, all that kind of... Science. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, <laughs> yeah. So I fucked that, I think I had 70. Yeah, so I think we'll go both go with Woodley on that. I don't think that's, that's much of a surprise. That's um, pretty pretty clear how good Woodley is, I think. Before we move on to uh, middleweight, we think there's going to be lightweight, well, stroke super middleweight division being put in there? I, I think they will, yeah. I think they will put a 165 division in there, or, you know, one one six something <clears throat> for next year. I think they will do it. Especially if you, let's say, flyweight goes, let's say, cyborg goes, let's say the women's uh, fly never gets off the ground. Yeah. You, you, you can't keep losing divisions, especially as MMA grows in popularity. People are training at MMA from a younger age. Maybe the money's improving as well. You think you're only going to get more athletes coming into it. I think you've got, you've got to throw another division in there, especially if you're taking out a couple more elsewhere. I mean, there's clearly a big pool of talent in that sort of region, isn't there? So, I definitely see it coming in. If it does come in, I'll put it, I think it's Khabib's going to be champion there as well. Yeah, I think that'd be a decent shot. I can see him fighting, I don't know, there's plenty there. There are plenty there, but I don't think there's enough there to challenge Khabib, particularly. No, maybe Jules St-Pierre, but... I don't know. Yeah, I'm What's not sure. What's the point of bringing in St. Pierre? I'm not sure they want to bring him back for another fight. Exactly. A title fight as well. I don't think they Vacate want to. another belt. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think they'll do it. Because I think he would trouble Khabib. Yeah. But I just can't see the UFC balling for that again. No, no, I don't. It's, it's the long game there. It's just so short-sighted just for one big pay-per-view, which seems to be an obsession at the minute. Yeah, definitely. And I'd like to see. I think it's a brilliant match-up. I think, like I say, he's the biggest test for Khabib. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think they will make that. So yeah, I think probably uh, we'll probably see Khabib if there is going to be a new division. I yeah, Khabib will step up. And, Askren. Yeah, I mean I, he's got I, a chance. I can't say I know much about him because I've never seen him fight. You, you just get wind of all the uh, plaudits he gets from so-called experts and analysts. Yeah, which you can't seem to ignore. But how many times have we seen people hype just get derailed straight away in the UFC? Hector Lombard. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely a step up, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Probably Lawler's no slouch. No? No. Oh, I would love to see Lawler just being him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially if he's had a bit of, not, not bad luck, but a bit of a bad time lately. Mm. And he's a legend, isn't he? He's given us some great nights over the years. Yeah, of course. Plus, he'll shut up Askren. He's called out all and sundry, isn't he? So yeah. He'll shut him up. Yeah. Lawler screaming in his face, fucking spitting bloody. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to say. Yeah, definitely. Merry Christmas. All right, so yeah, decent little, uh, decent little shout there for possibly a super welter. 
yet to see if they uh, if they bring that in or what they will call it. Yeah. So we uh, we'll go middleweight. This is tricky, I think. Yeah, definitely tricky. So currently you've got Robert Whittaker. Um, I thought I thought the most likely outcome is Rob Whittaker will still be champ at the end of 2019. I think if you look, he's overcome Yoel Romero, who might be the um, biggest danger in that division. Luke Rockhold moving up to light heavyweight. Bisping's gone. Gastelum be a tough fight. I think Whitaker gets it done there. Yeah, I think he beats him as well. My only shout is that possibly Israel Adesanya comes through and he might be the only challenger to Rob Whitaker that I can see at the moment. Yeah, of course. I mean, if he could get past Adesanya, he'll be the champion because I can't see him. He beat Jack Rowe before. He's the only one who's sort of really in the mix, isn't he? No one else. Not really. Weidman's not really in the mix, is he? Nah. Paolo Costa, he's up there. Yeah, he, he needs a win. I don't know where he is at the minute, to be honest. No. Romero fancies it one more time. Yeah, difficult to make, I would say, after two losses. Was one a draw? Um, No, he he won both. I personally scored the second one a draw. Okay. But that could have gone either way. It's quite a controversial fight. Who knows? I've gone with Whitaker to be champion, but I would not be shocked in the slightest if uh, you see Adesanya as champion. Yeah, and I think maybe the only... Um, knock on Whitaker is that he's, he's been in a lot of wars that's kind of his style I guess he gets into wars with people and he survives and he, and he betters them I wonder how long you can keep doing that yeah it's got to catch up with you at some point I think so whether it's this year I mean he's still young it's just that big illness he had as well I don't know it's tough but he's I think he's the standout by one of the most underappreciated in terms of talent and as a star Really. Oh, definitely. But I'm going to go with him. I think he's going to be the champion at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm going to go with Whitaker as well. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, anyone could come out of nowhere in these ones and just seal my little running. You never know. Yeah, anything's possible, isn't it? I mean, don't get me wrong, I can't see it, but you never know. Never know. So, next up, light heavyweight. It's where it gets tasty. Yeah, definitely. So, currently, Daniel Cormier is the champ. Come. This time next week, he won't be. Yeah. Either John Jones or Gustafsson will be the champ. I don't particularly see either of them hanging around in the division for too long. So my most likely light heavyweight champ come the end of next year is Anthony Smith. He's a Larry, Larry shout. He's a little bit Larry. but Larry Lionheart. I think uh, he's proven himself this year especially. And I think, yeah, let's say Cormier, Jones, Gustafsson go. And Anthony Smith is next in the rankings, and I can't see many people beating him, to be honest. Do you think, is that based on purely Gus and Jones going both down? Yes. If they both leave? Yes, I think so, yeah. Because I think, yeah, I think you're right in that. It's just an open race if them two go. If either one of them stays, and they're on their own, they rule the roost for however long they want to. Yeah. But. That's another opportunity for a Grand Prix from the UFC. I don't think they're going to want to do it. They don't want to be like Pride and be like Bellator doing recently. It almost look like, look like they're copying them. But what an opportunity to do it. Because there's no real standout at like heavyweight apart if you take away the top two. Yeah. Gus and Jones, is there? No, not really. And Cormier, of course. But you've got Johnny Walker coming through. Tiago Santos looks like a, an animal. Yes. Uh, Blaukovic, who I think he's fighting actually. Um, yeah, Santos. they got announced. Yeah, 
Ozdemir's not going to go away. He'll have Latifi in there. We've got all these players at a similar level. What better way than a tournament to build up these young fighters? Especially if, say, Walker gets, goes on a quarter-final win, semi-final win. You're building them up in the tournament. Yeah, agree. Rather than just throwing them into an interim title shot. What better way to build a champion and, yeah. a, new, and a division? Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, it's funny you mentioned Johnny Walker, actually. Uh, I think most likely Andy Smith. My shout, Larry shout, would be Johnny Walker. You did say the day after he won on the pod. In, was that his debut in the UFC? It's, I, I mean, it, it's the first time I've ever seen him. Yeah. You said he's a, you think he's a future champion. I think I kind of scoffed at it a little bit, but like having seen it again, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because he's, he's 26. Young. Animal. Seems, got a bit of character. Seems to embrace it all. Seems to love what he's doing. Didn't look phased. Not at all. Fights out of... Uh, the fighting city of Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the way the way he kind of stopped that fight with tiny, short, little elbows—it's madness, yeah, really. Man, it's not not what you want to be on the receiving end. No, but the, the way he generates so much power from that—I think I think it's a special, special fighter and dream matchup. Let's say, as we said, the top three go. Anthony Smith for John, against Johnny Walks back in the 2019 for the title. I think it's an absolute bar burner. Yeah. That old division is just picking up pace for me. I mean, yeah, the, the level might be a little bit low, but it's all about matchups at the end of the day. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're all good enough to actually put on exciting matchups. Look at Manuel Santos the other day. That was just unbelievable firefight. Yeah, and they're, they're skill-wise, technique-wise, they're not on the level as John Jones or Gustafsson. But a fight in itself is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So the, the, the competition, even fights, even level fighters against each other, that's enough to create your interest for, for, for that division, isn't it? It's like the flyweight division. I think that would have been a much more marketable division if you didn't have Mighty Mouse there because you don't have a champion you know is going to beat everyone. You've got people building rivalries. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Open. Yeah, yeah. And that seems to be the case for me with light heavyweights, particularly if you throw in uh, Rockhold if he wants to go up there, or Romero, or Weidman. It looks like a couple of them might be moving up. Exciting new matchups. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a hard one to call. I've actually put Jones in uh, very, very boring, but I think you've talked me around, actually. I, I think it's just a pick of who's going to be champion next year. It could be any one of three or four. Yeah, if definitely. Them, if them three go. Well, Cormier's going to be retired, I think. I would think so. I don't think he's going to drop down either way. It all depends on how Jones fares at heavyweight if he goes up there. He may well stumble completely. Could do. Against much, much bigger, uh, you know, yeah. it's a £60 difference once, yeah, exactly. once you make that step, potentially, anyways, once you make that step up. You can imagine if Kane got hold of him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like an on form Kane. Or just another dream matchup. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think. Who am I going to pick? Uh, Smith and Johnny Walker. I think. So this time next year might be a little bit too soon for Johnny Walks so uh, yeah Anthony Smith is my pick wow Larry pick I like it though I'm going to stick with John Jones I think he's going to win the belt I'll get into what I think he'll do at heavyweight in a minute but I think he'll hang on to that title yeah if he keeps his nose clean that is yeah literally and uh, <laughs> that is fair enough and I'm probably just going off the fact that I think he'll step up and um 
you know, as we mentioned it earlier, that when they do the UFC, they like to then strip you of the, your previous belt so, so they can make another title fight. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's also very likely that John Jones just comes back and dominates again. That's the hardest one to call, I think. Light heavyweight. Yeah, I think so as well. Just because there's a lot of uh, uncertainty there. And when you get rid of the top guys, there's just so many talented lads on the same level. So no, it's very interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, most definitely. But I'm going with Jones. Cool. Final final word, Division N, heavyweight. So currently we've got DC. He's the heavyweight champ. I think it's most likely... John Jones beats him at heavyweight, and John Jones is the heavyweight champ this time next year. Well, I'm going to disagree with you there. We've both sort of done it today, a bit of a rose-tinted glasses, who we want to win, sort of over who we actually think will win. But I think Daniel Cormier gets the uh, long-awaited revenge over John Jones and sails off into the sunset. I think Jones beats, uh, DC beats Jones at heavyweight. Wow. This time next year. That is the dream, isn't it, Art? It would uh, that would warm my heart to see that. I mean, it'd be absolutely crushing if he lost three times and lost both belts. I, know. I think he's worried. Do you think he might be worried that about fighting Jones for the heavyweight title? And if he loses that, so at the minute people discredit his light heavyweight reign because he lost to Jones and he's never beat Jones for it. He then loses to he- uh, Jones at heavyweight. People are going to discredit his heavyweight reign. In which case, it sort of puts a black mark on his whole career. It has to be on his mind, surely. That ha- he has to be Jones if he fights him again at heavyweight. It has to, yeah. He could lose again at light heavyweight, fair enough. But at heavyweight, at least he's got that over Jones that he's beat, he has been heavyweight champion. I don't know. It's no. so, 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 I don't know. It would be heartbreaking, wouldn't it, if he lost again. And for all, all the success uh, Cormier has had, his career will be defined by that one man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All of it. Okay, so I think, yeah, John Jones is most likely. You think DC gets the win, which I would love to see. You think DC's still champ this time next year? Yeah, having said that, <laughs> it's just, I think he probably would have vacated it, win or lose by now. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's the only thing. Okay, so I, I think what's going to happen is Jones beats Gus... And at some point next year, that heavyweight fight gets made. Jones and DC free at heavyweight. DC beats him. Then vacates. And then I think Kane will fight Stipe for the title. Yeah, that's decent. That's a decent name, actually. Before the end of the year, it's impossible to tell what Kane's going to turn up. But uh, I could see Kane maybe then being a heavyweight champion as well. I've just thought of that just now. I've got no thought into it. (laughs) But that's what seems to make sense. I think you're right in that that DC, if he does, we might be champion this time next year. I think he'd be a retired man. Yeah, fair enough. I would just like to throw a, a Larry one into the mix, if you don't mind. If you must. So my Larry pick for heavyweight champ is Francis Ngannou. What a turnaround. I know. So, obviously, it's a long shot. It's a Larry pick. My thinking is... Francis came back, got the win against a stud wrestler, Curtis Blades, knocked him out. If he keeps making improvements in his wrestling game, and if he can just keep it on the feet for the majority of the time, let's say if he can keep it standing for three minutes in every round, Ngannou can knock out anyone. And then particularly if you think you're bringing in, so fights Kane, 
Kane's first fight in forever. He could knock him out quite easily. And then you're talking about maybe John Jones and Gustafsson and DC stepping up. Smaller people, not used to a man of Francis's power. If he can keep it standing, like I say, I think Francis has got an outside chance to win three fights in a row, all by KO, and then that's the belt. I'd love to see it. I just can't see it. Okay. I would love to see it, though. I, I think what Cormier might do to him or someone like that, and Kane's similar. That's the only thing. But, it's, uh, but Kane, what, what Kane's going to turn up? So you think if they sort of perhaps get favourable matchups, this is not a favourable matchup, but if you're going to fight Kane, fight him now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Get it out of the way. JDS maybe after. Favourable matchup. And then you've probably got another title shot. It just depends who's champion at that point. I think it depends who's champ and it depends what happens with John Jones and will he step up and Old, Brock Lesnar. Uh, Stipe's going to be there though, isn't he? Well, he is. I mean, Steve had the longest reigning heavyweight <laughs> champ in the UFC. He uh, he needs another title shot at some point, doesn't he? He needs to get a go. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he's been doing, to be fair. I think he's... I thought he might fight Kane or someone, but I don't know who, who there is for him to fight now. No, not not too many people, really. I mean, Volkov could turn it around. Fuck knows. Yeah, well, she got tied to Avassa. Could he turn it around, make a bit of a run? Maybe. A bit difficult against Stipe for him, I think. I don't I think yeah, I think it's gonna be um whoever is the champion this time next year, someone who's picking up the vacant title. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think you might be right there. So so who did you say it's gonna be? Who was your normal pick? So my my most likely was John Jones. John Jones. To get the win over D C yeah, and you've you've gone the opposite to D C to get his revenge. I'd oh, that'd be horrible. I'd, yeah, it would break my heart. Not because I'm that against John Jones. No. Just DC. It's a legend. He's turned it around so well, isn't he? Like, from being disliked for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's mad looking back now. It's like being mad at a puppy. It's just <laughs> yeah. sort of nice. Guy. Yeah, I know, yeah. He's just the family man and all that. Everyone hating him and everyone cheering for the guy fucking up all the time. But how big would that fight be? Huge. Can you imagine? That's a stay up and watch it sort of fight. Oh yeah, definitely. They're few and far between. Yes, yes, they are. And um, yeah, could go either way. History would tell you it's uh, it'll be John Jones again. The only thing he's got going for him is he's unbeaten at heavyweight, and Jones never fought at heavyweight. So yeah, as far as I know, anyway. Yeah, I don't think he's great, but yeah, come on, DC. I reckon. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with it. DC champion end of the year. Maybe the fight gets, uh, takes a little bit longer to get made and it might wrap up next year. Yeah, I think uh, maybe fights, I don't know, Brock. I don't know. Are they still thinking about doing that? I think so. Well, it don't look like it. It seems to have died down. It has a disappeared a little bit. What? I, I don't really want to see that. It's just a mockery, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Again, short-sighted of just trying to get one big pay-per-view. and Yeah, not for me. But, yeah, I think... This time next year, I'm I'm confident. I've talked myself around. He's got that power at heavyweight. He's eating all the stuff he wants to eat. Yeah. He's happy. Yeah. He's the man. It's just, when it comes to it, Jones has that. He's got his number so far, hasn't he? He has that in the back of his head. Yeah. Oh, man. I wish that was happening this weekend instead of... <laughs> I know Gus and Jones is quality fighter. Can you imagine? I know. It's very... 
very interesting and it's uh, a great storyline behind it for the, for the heavyweight division as a whole, really. Well, probably the biggest fight in MMA history, that would be, I think. In ter- maybe not in numbers. But yeah, in terms of what's at stake and what it means. A lifetime of coming second comes down to your last fight as an athlete. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you could turn that, that'd be the greatest. One of the greatest stories in sports. Yeah, I agree. I'd love to see it happen. So, yeah, I mean, a little bit of a contrast. I think John Jones might might get that done, be the champ this time. Actually, and you've gone for DC. It all rests on this weekend, I suppose, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, like if John Jones loses, loses, is there much scope for him to step up and get a top shot at heavyweight? I suppose there is. Well, apart from the fact he's beating Cormier, that's the only thing keeping him in it. If he yeah. loses, who loses a fight and then goes up in weight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that may- this fight this weekend is huge. It could transform Gus into a superstar. Yeah, and it, or it could give us this sort of matchup in the heavyweight division next year that we've been talking about. So yeah, definitely a lot riding on it, sort of personally and uh, for everyone else as well. Looking on, exciting, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I wonder how many of these are going to be wrong. Well, I would think that the majority, but uh, no, I think I think Woodley. I think. I mean, it's not it's not exactly a. Uh, you know, sticking your neck out. Yeah, exactly, but I think he'll still be champ. Yeah, TJ. Be. Yeah, yeah. It'll be difficult to get those wrong, I think. But um, I think Your ones in the women's divisions are very interesting. I, I think the Suarez one's an excellent shout. Really, I do. She has looked uh, absolutely dangerous. Yeah, female could be, isn't it? Like you said. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a very good shout. It'd be interesting to see how this all pans out. I better write them down because I'm going to forget. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to make a note somewhere. <laughs> and... Uh, Hopefully it'll be at least one I told you so. Hopefully, yeah. I've got, got a couple that we're going head in to head. direct competition for as well. Yeah, so that'll be uh, that'll be interesting as the year unfolds. Yeah, no, it's an exciting year ahead. Who knows what's going to happen? Definitely. That's that's the beauty of it, Yeah, and I think no one knows. I think for next time our next pod will um, make some more predictions. That's all. Sort of, uh, Big years expected for certain people. Yeah, breakout stars, maybe someone from a different organisation coming over. Yeah, some new things roles. Things we'd like to see, things we want to sort of see less of. Yeah, a couple of Larry wish lists and predictions. Definitely. A lot of lairiness going on. Yeah, well, all like a bit of lairiness, don't we? <laughs> but, Every uh, now and then. We, we don't know if we're going to be able to get another one in before the end of the year. You're in Thailand, didn't you? We're going to try and call in, see how it works. We'll give it a go. Could. Could go a bit tits up, so uh, if not, we'll have to do it all next year. So. I think uh, from everyone here, Split Decision UK, from yourself, Matthew, from me, we'd like to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah, have a good Christmas. Uh, enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Stay safe. Of course. Have a good time. Uh, enjoy the fights. Yeah, and have a Happy New Year. We'll, we'll speak to you most likely in the New Year, but if not, have a good one. Yeah, and as always, thank you very much for listening, for sticking with us. If this is your uh, first episode, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. We are Split Decision UK. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. So we're all over the place. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. Pass it on to your friends if you like it. But uh, as we say, thank you very much for listening. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your New Year. Yeah, like download it. Look, we've all got journeys to do. We're all driving over for Christmas, commuting over for Christmas. Get it, get a pod downloaded. Should be up hopefully Christmas Eve morning. 
Yeah, I reckon so. I might even try and get this out tonight on Sunday. Yeah, I think. Boy. So, uh, yeah, it'll be up. Download it. Get in the Christmas spirit. I'm certainly in the Christmas spirit and uh, have a blinded new year. Yeah, have an absolutely fantastic time over the next week. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you next time. See ya! See ya! Step in.